Good evening, everyone, and uh, welcome to our Saturday evening service. We're glad for everyone that's here in the sanctuary tonight, and appreciate everyone that's following us online. We trust that the service tonight will be a blessing. We have been getting some real good lessons recently, and, and the Lord has helped us over these years to be able to withstand all the wiles of the enemy and it's very very important for us to remember the lessons that God has given us uh, taking the notes is one thing but going over the notes and memorizing whatever is being said and, and then put it into practice is very 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 essential for every one of us for our growth and our development in God we are living in such evil times everything around us is evil and this is what something that would drive us closer to the Lord and appreciate Brother Singh taking the time out to minister the Word of God to us and it's meat in due season it's needed in our time and so we appreciate the Lord for that uh, tonight we want to uh, stand we will join with me in prayer let's all stand together and remember there are several needs around the world locally and we want to pray that the Lord would help us through this uh, these uh, trials and, and difficult moments that we have um, uh, we want to remember uh, the uh, Johnson's family uh, most of you have heard the passing of brother Cecil Johnson those of you who know him uh, he's passed today and it's very sad that he's gone uh, we know him for uh, many many years and uh, we want to remember Sister Faye and uh, her family uh, in our prayer. That's Sister uh, Sister Pat's dad as well. So why don't you join with me right now in prayer? Father, tonight we're thankful to you for your mercy and your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that we can gather together here in your midst, in your presence, O oh God, to give you thanks for so many things that you've done for us. The very fact that we are here tonight, Lord, it's because of your mercy and your grace that you brought us together. We're glad and thankful to you for this blessed place that we are here. This sanctuary, Father, that we can come and find peace and joy and comfort. And we can receive instructions from you, Lord, uh, to be able to face every day that lies ahead. Our world has gone evil and Society has gone crazy and evil is all around. And Father, we pray tonight that you'll preserve every one of your children. Keep them safe and protected from the deception and the evil that lies around us. Oh God, sometimes we lose confidence in people that we have known for years and trusted for years. And Lord, because of the subtlety of the enemy, uh, they were caught up in the deception. And tonight we pray for your help. That you'll help every one of your children, Lord, to believe and trust in you more than ever. Increase our faith and our confidence and trust in you, Lord. Father, we pray tonight for the Johnson's family in a very special way. It's not an easy thing to lose a loved one, Lord. And Father, we have known Brother Johnson for many years. And he's been a good child of God serving you for so many years and he's gone we pray that you'll comfort the hearts of those that uh, in the family tonight give them strength and increase their faith 
and confidence in you, Lord. Be with them, we pray. And those around the world tonight that have got needs in their lives. And Father, there are individuals with sicknesses and battling health condition in their bodies. Father, we know that you are a healer. We read in the scriptures, your scriptures, Lord, that we are so appreciative for tonight, where Jesus, when he walked on this earth, and the sick came, and the lame, and Lord, those that were affected with health conditions, they came to Jesus, and we read where he healed them all. It was mercy, it was love, it was grace. Lord, it was a manifestation of the power that you have. And Father, tonight we know that you have not changed. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We have dwindled away and we have gone back from the place where you want us to be. But Father, tonight we bring everyone that's battling sicknesses before you. We pray, Lord, that you'll let them experience your healing virtue and your healing power. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let that power flow through them. If there are sins in their lives, we pray that you'll forgive. And, Lord, let the blood of Jesus cleanse and heal and deliver and protect your people, we pray. We ask it in Jesus' precious name. Remember the churches around the world tonight. We ask, Lord, that you'll strengthen the faith and, uh, and encourage the hearts of your people, wherever they may be, Father. In Jesus' blessed and holy name, Lord, we bring our local assembly here before you in a very special way tonight. Lord, we have been around for many years. We have seen so many attend our services. And, oh Lord, some are faithful and some have left. And for whatever reason they've gone, Lord, we pray that you'll minister to their hearts. This is a blessed place. Thank you for the revelation that you've given us that remain here. Thank you for the vision that we have. And we pray tonight that you'll please, Lord, let our vision never go dim. Let us not lose that vision that you've given us. Let our eyes not go dim. Oh, Father, let our focus be in Calvary, we pray. <clears throat> Help us not to look at the obstacles, but, Lord, to look at forward to the establishing of your kingdom. Oh, well, well, death will be a thing of the past, and sicknesses will be a thing of the past, and problems will be a thing of the past, where your elect would enjoy the coming kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Protect your people wherever they go, Lord, on the jobs and at home, and wherever they are, Lord, let your angels form that wall of protection around every one of them. And tonight we pray also for our children. The young ones, oh God, that uh, would face such a hard time in the future. But all things are possible with you. And Father, with your protection, they'll be able to make it. Schools are getting so disgusting and, and difficult today. And Lord, we pray that you'll preserve their minds. Let the Holy Spirit preserve their hearts and their minds, we pray, Father. Encourage the hearts of the parents and work with them, Lord. Minister strength to them and wisdom and direction to them, O Father, that they'll be able to raise their children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Father, we pray that you'll continue to bless this congregation. Help us, Lord, that we'll be living epistles, seen and read of men. O Lord, help us not to go weary or be disappointed in discouragement of things that would happen around. 
Father, we thank you that we can read the scriptures where your people suffered so many uh, situations and so many times if uh, endure pains and hardship. And Lord, we know that sometimes suffering is a necessity for every one of us. Help us to endure unto the end. Help us not to give up. Help us not to faint. But to be strong in you, Father, to resist the adversary, to resist temptation, Father, to resist the powers of darkness. We ask you, Lord, that your spirit would dwell within us and help us to move forward with all assurance and confidence in you, Father, we pray. Bless this service tonight, we pray. Bless our service in the weekend, O oh God, tomorrow. Let your presence be amongst us, O oh Father. Let us feel your presence. Deliver your people. Heal those that are sick, Father. And comfort the hearts of those that are suffering at this time. We pray and ask it tonight in Jesus' blessed and holy name. We thank you. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Please be seated.
You know, I heard Brother Singh and Brother Sam said the same thing. We don't have too many good days ahead of us. And when we look at this deception that Brother Singh talks about, that is basically permeating the entire church world, it's time for us to draw closer to God. Amen. Brother Singh always says a prayerless church is a powerless church. Yes. And he always says that he can tell that we are not a praying church. And you know, I'm really asking God to help me to get oh, back to that place where I can see God, I can pray and ask him to guide my steps every day because every day the line between me and the world gets grayer. It gets harder to, to tell where, we, where the church ends and the world begins and it gets very blurry. But I really want the Lord to help me that, you know, you come to church for years and Brother Singh preaches the word of God and it sounds like repetition. And you might say, oh God, not that message again, not that scripture again. But the thing is, the word of God never changes. We are the ones that are changing. And I want God to help our church. Because when I look at our sanctuary, the sanctuary sometimes, but the thing sometimes, like when you, the week when I wanted to testify and I didn't get to testify, I was so happy. I didn't get to testify because it was so heartbroken when I looked in the congregation and I saw how empty the congregation was and I said, this is how I'm feeling, I'm not even the minister. And I, I didn't, when I didn't get to get up, the sister Singh got up and she spoke, I was like, thank God I didn't have to speak because when I was getting ready, thinking I was half gonna get up before, after she got up, I was so sad in my spirit. And I said, God, if they make me get up now, all I'm gonna do is just cry like a baby. And I won't be able to say anything because mm -hmm. I've been in this church for 31 years. I've watched people come and go. And when I see more brown, as in pews, than people, my heart is just so broken, yeah. so broken. And I say, this is how I feel. How does Brother Singh feel? Mm -hmm. And when I look at in the congregation, sometimes when I come, it's like I don't even want to come. But not because of the Lord, but because I just can't bear to see the empty pews. And I feel that it's time for us to search our hearts. Yeah. Brother Singh said, we should search our hearts. We need to search our hearts because if we're going to come to church for years and hear about what's going to happen in the last days and participate in the deception that's happening to us and not ask God to help us to free our eyes so that we can see that we're being swept away, then what is it all for? Why are we, why are we coming here for all these years? You put all that money in the bank, years and years and hours and hours. You put so many hours into the church. And then at the end, we're going to be perfected in the flesh and just not come to church. And I would say from my heart that I appeal in the name of Jesus Amen. to Amen. the saints in this church. Yes, that yes. I'm Amen. not better than you because I'm here. Mm -hmm. But we're in trouble. Yeah. And we need God. Yeah. Yeah. We're in trouble. Really and we need God yes. to touch Amen. us. Amen. We're in trouble and we don't even see it. But you know what? It's not too late. Because the number that came out of Great Tribulation, no man could number. And we can still make up that number, but we need to get back. We need to pray. We need to come to church. We need to forget not the assembling of ourselves together, for such is the manner of some. We need each other. We're stronger together. When we stay fragmented, we're weak. But when the body comes together, we oh, are yes, a force yes, to be reckoned with. The most powerful being on this planet is coming back for a church without spot, without wrinkle. The most powerful being to ever walk this planet is our Lord Jesus. And he's coming back 
for a church and we are that church and when he comes here will he find favor and we have this opportunity to have our lives washed and cleansed Amen. and to have the yes. Lord Amen. touch us Amen. and we can only do that if we can find our way back to church Amen. back to God because like I said the most powerful being that has ever existed on this planet the Lord Jesus Christ he's coming back he said he would and he's coming back again and I believe it with all my heart Amen.
I met a man, a real estate agent, yesterday. And uh, it was a peculiar experience because he was doing an open house and he came to invite me. And I looked at him and he had one shoe on and the slipper on the other foot. And so I asked him, I said, ah, is that a new style? A shoe on and a slipper on the other foot. He says, no, uh, I've injured my foot on the one side, so I wear slippers. So I said, why didn't you put two slippers on rather than a shoe and a slipper? And we had a nice talk. You know, um, it was an opportunity to tell him I was a pastor. Yes. It was an opportunity to tell him that I believe in going to church. I believe in serving the Lord. Only to discover that he was a Christian. He told me, he said, you know, COVID-19 did the, wor the world a lot of injustice. So I said, what do you mean? He says, I go to a big church. We were 1,000 plus before COVID-19. He says, and after COVID was over, we scarcely got 300 people showing up. I said, well, God has a way of shaking things. Sometimes it's the trial that God allows that tests us. And some of us could be injured during that trial, but you don't have to remain injured. You can pull yourself up. And get back on, on line, in line, and walk according to the principles of God. That's all I'll share that with you. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Those are good words. If we can take them and uh, more than just go over them, but in depth. And as Sister Carl was uh, testifying, exhorting, mm -hmm. it's for me, for me, more, more than, more than words. For the number of years that I've been here, I've seen many who have come. I've seen the Lord has done a lot for so many. Some have passed away, but uh, right now as I'm standing here, there are many that I've talked to who have left, and they have no valid reason, really, but Jesus did say all that the Father hath given me will come on, not maybe, but will come unto me. And I will raise him up at the last day. And we are living at the close of this age. There's a, there is a joy in my heart. It's not sad. It's sad in one sense. But looking forward to the return of the Lord, and especially this past week, I remembered at the age of 13 when the Lord touched my heart. And then later on, in 1972, I heard this precious man of God, Brother Goodwin, and uh, 
many scriptures was just opened up in a greater way. And uh, these, since COVID, right here, the messages coming forth right from this pulpit through the voice of Brother Singh has been way beyond 1972 that I heard in the morning. You know, last Wednesday, I've been through all of the, a lot of these scriptures. We have heard them over and over, but it really touched my heart in a deeper way. These all died in faith, having not received the promises, but they saw them afar off and were persuaded. You know, Paul again says, run with patience. The race that is set before you, that is your life. Whether it is three score and 10 or beyond, and beyond that time, I don't think, believe that there'll be a lot more years that I do have in this body here, but I want to finish my course with joy. I want the, the year. I want what the Word of God has imparted. It has been very effective in my life and changes. I may not talk about different changes that have happened, but there's a lot of changes that has come my way because of the scriptures. And that one verse of scripture in uh, Hebrews 11 speaks of uh, the God of all comfort. The God of all comfort. And it says that Jesus, the Son of God, God has given him all authority, all power. We belong to him. And the time is coming when he's going to take unto him that great power and reign. Many are giving up because their eyes have been closed. But I thank God that he has opened my eyes. And he has opened many of us eyes. When we come through the doors, sometimes, I, many a times, I do feel not uncomfortable, but feel very sad, as Sister Carla was saying. I'd come in here, and when I look, the entire section here is totally empty. And I remembered different ones that used to sit over here. There were others sitting over there. They're not dead, but they're not here. But Paul, it says that we ought to forsake not the assembling of the manner of some is the much more we see the day approaching. And that lesson about these all died in faith, having not received the promises. The same God that made his son and that this son, Jesus, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. He says, I am the light of 
the world. And we can, uh, as we imbibe what we have been receiving, mm -hmm. the benefits have been tremendous, will be tremendous. Death is going to take us sooner or later. But when I think about the resurrection, that we may live to be a hundred years and somebody say, oh, they've lived a long time. A hundred years is nothing to compare to eternity. It uh, goes beyond my thinking. A thousand years, the kingdom of God on this earth is to be cleansed. Right now, in the religious areas, in the false, uh, false uh, groups like the Sikhs and the uh, so many uh, denominations, whether Christian or otherwise, the God of this world has blinded the minds of many. But I thank God that God is touching the elect. He's touching men that he has raised up. And he's giving meat in due season. We're getting our lot right here. It's not spurious. It's more than gold or diamond. It's going to bring us life. It says that, speaks of these precious, uh, faithful Abel. We don't hear what he might have said to Cain. But whatever was said to Cain, Cain was so mad he killed him. But they, he's coming back. Yes. He's going to have, a res, have a, that re, reward. God told Adam that he should subdue and replenish the earth. And there will be that element eventually from his descendants that will indeed replace the God of this world and those that work with him. There are million, billions of demons that work with him. But beyond it all, God told Abraham that I will make your seed more than the sand of the sea. Sure did. You pick up a handful of sand, you can count it. And we may look across here and we may see, and we do see a few, and it's not much of that sand, one handful. But think of it, the amount of sand on the Atlantic Ocean shores, the Pacific Oceans, the, uh, the different areas of the world, these land masses. There is no computer, I believe, that can, could have the number of the sons. And John says, I saw a great multitude, which no man could number, of every nation, kindred and tongue. When I read these scriptures, my heart rejoice. I thank God that he is not a liar. He's not like a man at a false religion. And men that are out there are grabbing their minds, are so blind to the promises and the things of God. But every elect, whatever shape they might have been in the past, God is making a change. God has made a change. As Jesus, it says that he must needs go through Samaria.
there was one woman, just one, that was there. And Jesus must go through Samaria because God had his eyes on her. And when he went there, he talked with her. And, and uh, she, was, uh, she said, I'm a, I'm a Samaritan, I'm a Gentile. Don't you know the Jews have no dealing with the Samaritans? But uh, every seed and every one that he's, uh, he's chosen is precious. And we might have been battered in different areas of our lives, whether it be family-wise, financial-wise, attack physically, whatever, we can look up to him. And when it was that conversation was all finished, that woman wasn't ashamed to uh, and hung her head because of her past. Jesus said, go and call your husband. She said, Lord, I don't have any. He said, surely you, you, have, you had five and the one you have is not yours. But that never drove her away. Messages of comfort right here. And I'm sure it has hit the heart, the depth of, uh, of uh, our th thinking and mentality and what we have been doing. But this woman, she went back to where she came from and she faced everyone around. And she said, come, see a man, see a man. that ever I did, did, that's past. Is not this the Christ? You know, she will be in that first resurrection. She will be in that kingdom. And in Hebrews 11, we see a blessing, that champion Moses. Today they had the coronation of uh, King Charles III, a big pomp, and in just one little, as far as the earth is concerned, all the nations put together is like one drop of water in a bucket. So what's happening in, in, in England is not even the point of a needle compared to when Jesus is to sit on oh, his yes. throne. When the knowledge of the Lord is to cover the whole earth as the waters cover the sea. I want to be there. We're in a place. We can be molded. It's a, we have what is given to, to be cleansed by the washing of the water of the word we cannot look on our brother and belittle we cannot look on our sister and belittle we cannot reject the man of god that he has placed here he has put him here and he has done a done a great work it may not be great in many sight but in the end they will come forth you know, in Hebrews 11, it speaks of the harlot, Rahab, when those two spies went into, into Jericho. Uh, she, uh, she, she, she took them and she talked to them. And she said, I know, I've heard of what the God that you people have, what he has done. And, uh, and, uh, and he said that I could turn you over to the authorities but she, she took them on top, she, her house was on top of the wall, and she took them up there, and 
she covered them with flax and she hid them. And when the, the rulers of that city came, she said, go along Jordan. They have gone away about three days journey. And they went three days and they couldn't find them because she hid them. Right. And uh, she hid them, she fed them. Yes. She protected them. Yes. You know, God's people, sometimes they need help. And uh, it's for us to help them. Yes. You, when you help them, you're helping them, helping what God wants to be accomplished. And, uh, and when they came back, they couldn't find these uh, two spies. And uh, she, uh, when it, it was night, she, she let them down uh, by a cord. And she says that when you come, she believed that God was, was with Israel. And she let down the cord, yes. let them down by a cord. And she said, when you come, uh, don't forget, don't forget. And she, she did. And when the priest walked around, it wasn't swords, but it was trumpets. Yes. And when they blew the trumpet and the walls of Jericho uh, fall over, her house was on the wall. But she was protected. Yes. God protected her. And uh, she made the hall, Hebrew hall of. She was not Hebrew. She was Gentile. Yes. But, but she made. She, her name came up along with Moses. Her name came up along with Isaac. Her name came up along with David. And not only that. But she will be in the coming kingdom too. Because uh, they said. Oh. She, uh, People look on her, I'm sure many scorned her. Uh, she, she, you know what she does? You know, if what she was doing for a living back there, the news media would have, have it all over the world. But what she did there, protecting the work of God and the people of God, we, how did we hear about it? All scripture, given by the inspiration of God, is profitable for lifestyle, for doctrine, mm -hmm. for instruction in righteousness, mm -hmm. that the man of God may be truly furnished mm -hmm. in all things. Yes. You know, as we are here, don't make light of what we have. It's no time to fool around, so to speak. But it's time to lay a hold of the precious things of God, not lock it up. But we've got a mouth. We've got a mouth. We can witness. We can tell, uh, tell this one. And God will do far more than we can ever ask or think. You remember that man? Left all the way from Ethiopia. And he got all the way to Israel. It's over 2,000 miles riding on camels through the desert. The chief in his country, eunuch, but in charge of all the wealth in that nation. And God touched him. And he came all the way to Jerusalem. And God has a way of working step by step by step and as he was going back he got the book from Israel I believe it was Jerusalem that he went he got the scripture of Isaiah 
and he was reading and God touched Philip and he said you go go down by the way that goes down by this area and you will see a man he never told him what he was going to say but when God says go it's time to go you there's no time to argue or speculate but he says go and when Philip went by he saw him reading and uh, he went up to him and he said do you understand what you're reading and he said how can I except a man instruct me and Philip began at the same scripture and he instructed him telling him about how he needed to uh, to, to serve God properly there's a right way and uh, and uh, the eunuch as they went along the scripture says that he saw water and he said and he said what doth hinder me from being baptized and it says both of them went down he believed God he believed what he was hearing let us believe the words Amen. that we are hearing right here the same God that touched uh, Philip to go down to uh, down by that road I forgot the name of it the same God is working right here he's working right here tonight respond to him respond he loves you for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish I don't want to be want to perish but I want to have that everlasting life I'd be very happy to see all of us here sitting tonight to be in that coming kingdom when the Lord said the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God that authority and the dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet them meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord wherefore comfort, comfort one another with these words I met someone not too long ago and he was saying oh uh, when so many that have died that serve God and when if when they come the earth is going to be so overpopulated God is no idiot God is no fool the Apostle Paul writing to the church I think in Colossae he says that uh, he called him a fool oh fool and slow of heart who hath bewitched you there's many that have been bewitched we don't we're not being bewitched in this uh, local area but the light of the Word of God is is being dispensed for our benefit for our life you know and as we are here Paul again he wrote to the church at Corinth and he said don't take your brother and your sister to the law don't you know the saints shall judge or govern or rule this world and he never stopped there but he says that the family in heaven will be 
united together. It's a great time. It's a great time coming. Every demon, Jesus cast six of them out of Mary Magdalene, and every one on the earth is affected by one. But I thank God, Jesus is to take unto him his great power, and every one of them will be locked away for a season, and to be completely wiped off memory. But the saints of God who have followed the truth, who have uh, implanted the word of God in their heart. I love the habitation of thy house uh, where the, and the place where your honor dwells. David says, I am so grateful to be here. I am so thankful. It's so good. Let's not fail, saints, but let's hold on. Be steadfast. Be unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, because our labor in the Lord is not in vain. Amen. 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 Uh, let's let's pray. Pray for the work. Pray for brothers and sisters ever need. There are so many that are sick and so on. Let's remember them. Eternal God and our Father, I thank you for the assurance that you have given unto us. Thank you, Lord, for liberty. Thank you, Lord, for victory. Thank you, Lord, for touching lives as those that are bound, those that are in situations. Lord, every family we put before you many oh god we haven't seen them at times and wonder but there's battle after battle yes. they are going through but lord you are still the one that supply every need according to your riches in glory lord as we leave from here overshadow that the angel of the lord mm -hmm will encamp round about every one of your children. Protect them on the highway, those that are walking. Lord, every home that where, they're, where they reside. Lord, not only just us in this loc location, but remember your people in, in the different countries of the world that are looking steadfastly to you. Remember every man of God, remember the same, Sister Chantry, the saints of God, your people, your work in all areas. I thank you for what you have been doing over these years. You have never failed, but we have seen how you work on our behalf time and time again. And we believe you that whatever you have promised to us, Lord, let us take a hold of it. And it's not just to fish, but oh God, it will be in large to feed a, a multitude. Give you thanks for your mercies. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.